your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Avalanche fans, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Chris Maselli, with another episode of the podcast dedicated to your Colorado Avalanche. And today we will be discussing the weekend that was the Avalanche get back into the win column uh, with two wins against San Jose in the back-to-back. And we'll be looking at this week, which starts off with two more games against the San Jose Sharks, uh, this time in San Jose. Uh, We'll be looking at what the Avalanche have left for their schedule, as well as what Vegas has left for their schedule and kind of who it favors, if anybody, uh, because the Avalanche clearly are still in play for that number one seed, and they want it. So uh, we'll compare what's left of the season, which is not much before we have playoff time. So we'll get to all that. And Ash, and actually, uh, Alex Newhook is uh, Taxi Squad, so we'll touch on that as well. First things first, follow the show on social media outlets, L-O-P-N underscore Avalanche on Twitter. Search for Locked on Avalanche on Instagram and send questions, comments, concerns, opinions to LockedOnAvalanche at gmail.com. I do want to apologize for the people that did take part in the Locker Room app on last Thursday. We recorded on Thursday night. All kinds of problems. It was partly uh, my end and partly, I think, locker rooms end because uh that was actually round one of the nfl draft and there were rooms galore uh covering that understandably so so i think there was a lot of issues going on uh and we we were able to use the chat but i couldn't get into the the room i couldn't hear anybody in the room so uh we just did a chat for a little while and this week we'll be back to normal uh because there's no there's no NFL draft this week. They've stretched that thing out to like three days now. Before, I think it was just two. So they got an extra day out of it. Uh, but it just seems like it goes on forever. I love it. But it does go on for a very long time. Um, and yeah, it, it is over. It is it is finally in the books. So now we have the Seattle Kraken draft to look forward to. And I saw, I saw them post something. This was not that long ago before I recorded this show. They well, they made their final payment to the NHL, so they are officially an NHL franchise. And they just posted something that there's 31 days until their expansion draft. Now I know there that was the first thing uh, in the postseason to happen, and I knew it was relatively quickly after the Stanley Cup was over. But that seems like really quick. Like, we're not even in the playoffs right now, and we're supposed to... I, I don't know. I, I have to go... I, I want to go look it up really quickly. So here we go. So it's... Yeah, this doesn't make sense, because uh, it says it's in July. And let me go to Seattle's Twitter page. I don't see any... Maybe they took it down. Maybe they deleted it, because I'm telling you, they had something up there that said 31 days... And that just did not seem right to me. So, all right, as I'm looking this up on the fly, uh, it looks like they might have deleted that. Or maybe I was looking at something else. I I don't know. But 
one way or another, um, it it's coming up. It's not that far away, but yeah, we got a, a season to get to through and, um, not even having a playoff started yet. And then a draft in 31 days just didn't seem possible to me. So somebody somewhere screwed up in the Seattle Kraken world. Um, and it seems like they've taken it down. All right. So avalanche over the weekend, got back into the win column twice. Um, there's a difference. There's just a difference. And, and that's not surprising when you are down your key guys like Rantanen, uh, like Donskoy, like Grubauer, you can stay afloat. The Avalanche have proven that. They've proven that they can, can, you know, they don't fall, they don't have a free fall in the standings when they have injuries. Uh, but asking, you know, a, a team with superstars like Rantanen in major components like Donskoy and Grubauer. Uh, to go without them, it, it's asking a lot. You can get by. Um, and the way that the season is this year, yeah, you can get by against you know teams like San Jose and teams like Anaheim. Uh, but you know, when you go up against Vegas, that's that's tough. And they did their best and, and they, they played a relatively good game. But like I said after that Vegas game, it's just that that's a tall order. And just look at the difference between when these guys come back. You, you got those three guys that came back into the mix, and then a three to nothing win on Friday. Follow that up with a four to three win. San Jose was much better in the second game, uh, but you, again, it was one of those games where you just felt like the Avalanche had it under control for the most part. Yeah, it got a little bit dicey in the last couple minutes when they did give up. Uh, and, and well, San Jose had pulled their, their goalie and they got a, a goal out of it to pull within four to three. So anything is possible, but you just felt confident. It, that was more of the avalanche style of play. Um, and it showed now here we are talking about injuries and we get guys that come back and then we get guys that are taken away. And right now it's looking like both Sam Gerrard and Ryan Graves are going to be out for a couple weeks. So you tack on the Brandon Saad couple weeks thing and it it's just a revolving door of injuries. And on the defensive end, really on on both sides, I shouldn't say just the defensive end. But on defensive end you feel good. I mean you, you're losing Gerard, who's been fantastic this year, obviously, and you're losing Graves, who's been up and down, but he's, you know, he's a big part of their defense. Um, and I haven't heard anything on Bone Byram yet. So if you get at least him coming back into the mix, that would be good. Um, but aside from that, aside from you, you feel good about the Avalanche can insert somebody uh, to to do a relatively good job. They've proven that they can do that over the course of the last two seasons. I think what people are just like frustrated about is it never ends. It just seems like it doesn't end. And when, you know, when the Avalanche had a healthy roster, look what they did. They rattled off 15, 16 point game streak in a row. And 
you know, when you lose guys like that, it makes it tough. And with the playoffs right around the corner, obviously you want to be a healthy team as healthy as possible. Because, like I said, asking the team that you put out there against Vegas to make a deep run and win a cup, anything is possible, but that is very tough. It's very tough. So you have, you know, getting Rantanen back is huge. I think getting Grubauer back could be as big, if not even bigger than getting Rantanen back. Uh, or or they're, they're right on, you know, the same level, getting those two guys back. But then you lose somebody, you know, and, and Graves is a big body, and you don't have a lot of those. So, again, it, it, it's just, you know, more injuries to add to the mix. Will these guys be back by playoff time? I think that's what everybody wants to know. Saad could be. We still don't know. And these guys might miss a little bit of playoff time in the beginning. I, I don't know. You just – Graves seemed like he just uh, took, like, an elbow or something to the face, it looked like. And then the Gerard one looked pretty dangerous. It's pretty dangerous. At, at first, I, I when you, when you're watching it in full speed, I thought he kind of just lost an edge, went to the boards. But no, I mean that, that's a dangerous play by the, the defender. I don't know who it was for St. Louis, or um, excuse me, San Jose. But when a guy is going into, you know, going that speed into the boards and no icing called, strangely enough, which I, I thought there should have been. And you kind of just nonchalantly, it seemed, just throw your stick between his legs. That's dangerous. That is dangerous. So, um, but we have to deal with it. So here we are. All right. So let's hear from one of our sponsors of the day and new sponsor for today. That is Wealthfront. And investing can be complicated, but whether you're a beginner or you're you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio. Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index funds personalized just for you within minutes. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences that you control. Wealthfront can even help you lower the taxes you pay as you invest. For the average client, their tax loss harvesting can more than cover the low annual 0.25% advisory fee. Best of all, it is all automatic. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to wealthfront.com slash NHL. All you need is $500 to get started. Grow your wealth the easy way and let Wealthfront do the work for you. To get your $5,000 managed for free for life, go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL. That's Wealthfront, W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash LockedOnNHL. To start growing your savings, go to Wealthfront.com slash locked on NHL today. All right. So continuing with the two games <clears throat> over the weekend, um, how about two guys that are just really starting? Well, one, one that has been playing well all year. And when we were talking, the other guy that we were talking about the injuries, especially to the defensive end, you needed a defender to step up and Connor Timmons did. <laughs> 
a lot of people have been expecting a lot from Connor Timmons this season. And you've seen very small incremental positives from him. And the game on Saturday against San Jose, I mean, that just looked like a a seasoned veteran. And maybe he he just got some confidence in himself. I I don't think there's any question that he got some confidence in himself. And um, wow, if you haven't seen that pass that he threw right on the tape to Nathan McKinnon, uh, and between a defender's legs for that goal on Saturday. I'm, it's, someone who does not have confidence does not make that play. So uh, it's really, really good to see him kind of have some confidence in his game, and you hope that carry, you would think it would carry over at least for the next two games because you know when you play good against a specific team, you're going to really look forward to playing them again. There's, and that happens across sports. You know, there's just some guys that have the number of another team. I'm not saying Connor Timmons is going to dismantle the San Jose Sharks, but for whatever reason, he feels comfortable matching up against them. So you would expect him to have a another solid next couple of games. But let's see what happens when you know he's got to go up against a team like Vegas, or if they go deep into the playoffs team like Pittsburgh or something like that. Uh, that's what you want to see. You want to see the consistency from Timmons. It was a great weekend for him, especially the Saturday game. I think he even got the third star of the game with those two assists. Still looking for a goal, and man, did he come so close a couple times. It, but it, didn't, it did not let him, it didn't sway him at all. You know, when, when you're, you're looking for that first goal and you had – maybe the best looks you've had all season and they didn't go in. Maybe you look up to the heavens and say like, it's just not going to happen. And he didn't feel like, you know, that didn't take away from the rest of his game, which is exactly what you want to see. So excellent, excellent weekend for Connor Timmons. Uh, it's good to see because, you know, he, he's struggled here and there, but he's young. He's young and, and, and that's going to happen with guys. And while he played well, uh, on Friday and Saturday, like I said, especially Saturday, there might be a game where he has a bad game. It doesn't mean that it was an anomaly and you know he's not up for the task. It means he's young and he's still learning. So for all the people wanting to you know have his head and, and get rid of him and put him up as a trade chip, um, this is why the Avalanche aren't going to do that because they're patient with their young guys. And it just makes this team ev- all the more scarier when you have a guy like that, uh, who you're expecting to be part of your future, uh, maybe finally have his his breakout moment. And the other one clearly is Tyson Jost. And man, is he has worked his way up to the second line center. And he deserves every minute that he's on that ice. And again, you can't say enough about Tyson Jost and what he's done uh, this season. And this is... You know how people were on kind of Connor Timmons. Um, you know that Tyson Jost is the example of patience and knowing what you have, knowing what he can do. And and, and again, when you're talking about Tyson Jost, it's not because he's lighting up the stat sheet. It's because when you just watch, you just have to watch the game. 
get away from the stat sheet, watch the game and watch how he's so in control and giving himself and teammates opportunities. And, you know, he, that easily could have been a, call me crazy, a four point game could have been for, for Tyson Jost on, on uh, Saturday's game. Just didn't, you know, that seems to be his season that things just don't bounce his way and he can't just get on the stat sheet. But that doesn't matter to me right now because he he is playing. I, and again, you keep saying it, or I keep saying it, but the the goals will will come. You hope that they do, and the assists will come, um, which those seem to be coming around a little bit more for him. But just the way he is playing, he, you know, how we're saying Connor Timmons has, you know, he he he's really kind of maybe I guess on Saturday's game kind of turned the corner with his. Um, Confidence. Tyson Jones' confidence has been off the charts for past several weeks, and uh, is is he? You know, that's the question now. Is he working his way into being a player that the the Avs will freeze when it comes to the draft? He's worked his way into that conversation. Where if this was done, you know, a year ahead of time, if this Kraken draft was done. Last year, he probably wouldn't be making that statement. But he's been playing fantastic. So, And how about Philip Grubauer <laughs> coming back from uh, the COVID protocol? He was out for a while. And they get him back on Friday. And Ho-Hum throws a shutout. <laughs> it, it's, it was so funny to see his name kind of be taken off of the lists of Vesna trophy candidates by all the pundits out there and all the websites. And then he comes back and has a shutout and now he's back on him again because people were kind of throwing out there. Well, he hasn't played, you know, he's missed some time and you know, you gotta, you gotta be able to have a lot of games on your belt. Well, he's done that. He's had games under his belt because it's all, all he did was play for the first three quarters of the season. Uh, now his numbers are coming in line with a player who's been getting rest all throughout the season. He just got his rest all in one chunk. And what's he do when he comes back? He has a shutout. And I, it's like clockwork. Now everybody, now I saw so many graphics uh, after that performance and throughout the weekend of Vezin Trophy candidates, and he's back on there where he was off of there. He was off of there. Nobody nobody thought he would come back and be able to perform that way, and people thought that he had been passed. Well, here you go. Here's a shutout. So he was fantastic. Miko Rantanen, it's like he got back on track. Like he never missed any time. Uh, it, I mean, how about the other way? Nathan McKinnon not getting a shot on goal for the first time in, I don't remember exactly what it was, like 260-something games, which was the longest in the NHL. Uh, pretty amazing. Pretty amazing that 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 streak came to an end. Uh, but you would expect him to have another long one because all the guy does is shoot. It all just boils down to you have your, your team slowly coming back. Yes, now you've missed some guys, but uh, hopefully Byram can come back soon. I don't know what's going on with Josh McDonald. Uh, if both of those guys out for a while. Does he come back? I hope so, because I thought he was playing very well. Um, 
it's just when you, when you have this many injuries and you see you know how it changes your team and then when they come back and things kind of get back to normal or at least the way that you play is going back to normal as a fan it just makes you feel good and talking about you know where McDonald fits in all this and you know guys being brought back up one is coming up to the taxi squad and will probably find his way on the Avs roster very soon and we will talk about that after we hear from our good friends over at Built Bar and BuiltBar.com. It's the best tasting protein bar on the market. Comes in 18 amazing flavors like caramel brownie, lemon almond cheesecake, mint brownie, toffee almond, peanut butter brownie. They're delicious. Bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They are soft and easy to chew. They taste more like a candy bar than your grainy, typical protein bars. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, and great for the keto diet. Most bars contain 19 grams of protein, 180 calories or less, 5 grams of sugar, 5 grams of net carbs. And you can go to BuiltBar.com right now and use the promo code LOCKED15 and you will get 15% off your next order. Once again, that promo code is LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Also brought to you by BetOnline.ag. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season, it's in full swing. The NHL winding down but going into the playoffs. Same with the NBA. You had the Kentucky Derby over the weekend. If anybody bet on that, I know I did and lost again. But you can bet on anything you want over at BetOnline.ag. Uh, get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, the NBA, NHL, even UFC and MMA. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device or your mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. As this is your chance to get in on the game as teams prep for their runs for the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up and receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. With the promo code locked on, bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, so uh, you know the name. You've been thinking about when is this player going to make his way up the ranks to the NHL, to the Colorado Avalanche? Can he do it as quickly as Kale McCarr did? Uh, and usually, the answer to that is no. Nobody can do it as quick as Kale McCarr did. Uh, back in a couple years ago in that playoff series and had a moment that is going to go down in Colorado Avalanche history. But Alex Newhook finished his college, well, didn't finish college, his college career, finished his college season, signed his entry-level contract, went to the Colorado Eagles, and has been just tearing it up down there and you know doing things that you would expect him to do. And as a result of that, He's on his way up to the avalanche. He's joining the taxi squad, which in a sense is you got to wonder if the Colorado Eagles did not fly commercial, which is, you know, with other, you know, civilians on that flight. Would he be joining them immediately because of because of that, because they fly that way? Any player that comes up from the Eagles would have to basically quarantine for at least a week. So putting him on the taxi squad is, in a sense, what they are doing. 
So now you have to ask yourself, after a week is up, is he getting put on this team? Which is right before the playoffs. And it's like, hey, kid, we're going to throw you into the fire. It could happen. It really could happen. He he's just he's been an absolute te- on a tear in the AHL, um, and you could keep him down there if you wanted to, just for him to I guess have fun down there. But uh, I think the Avs are looking at this like, you know, he's he's running on his ELC right now, so why waste that time if he can produce? Uh, bring him up. I think they brought up Kaut. I don't think they were happy with how Martin Kaut played. And you saw some comments coming from Coach Bednar, and he kind of said that. He kind of said, you know, he, he basically needs to play better. So he's back down, um, which is surprising. You know, everybody's been asking, where's Martin Kaut? Where's Martin Kaut? And then he comes up, and he didn't do awful, but I think uh, people were expecting him to, you know, really kind of maybe take the reins of his opportunity. And it's not to say he's not going to get another one. He most likely will. But I think the avalanche are in a spot where, especially when he came up, when Cal came up, because clearly, so it's like, you're not here just to be a body. Uh, You're here because you need to fill a role and we need you to play like we know you can play. And he really just didn't seem to do that. So I think that opens up a door for somebody else. And that somebody else might be Alex Newhook we'll know in a week uh, and where he sits but I think you're going to be seeing Alex Newhook after this week is over you're going to be getting a healthy dose of him so we shall see that is going to be it for today everybody thank you for tuning in today and each and every day it is always appreciated another week of games Uh, let's get I want to take a look really quickly at the schedules because uh, I said I would. Go, Abs, go. 